Welcome to Daisy's Creek, where I talk about Pacey and Jovi as a couple and as individuals. My name is Emily. I will be your host for this podcast. In case this is your first time here, let me give you the small aspects of this podcast. Like I said, this is a podcast where I talk about Pacey and Jovi, which if you don't know, that's from Dawson's Creek, meaning I go through every scene episode by episode and tell you what I think about the two. Not only as a couple but as individuals because I feel like that is a good thing because there are times where I look back at the show and I'm like oh I remember when Pacey did this now he's doing the Joey or oh I remember when Dawson did this and now Pacey's doing it better which there are plenty of times where I'm like you guys remember this but in the end it will be a collection of all my thoughts in one place from beginning to end of Pacey and Joey. As great as social media is like Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, or basically whatever else is out there, I think podcast is a lot different because you can speak to your audience. We can we can write down whatever we think about whatever podcast, but at the end of the day, a podcast, you can hear when someone is being sarcastic or when laughter is included. That's what, make po- that's what makes this so unique because when you are reading, you can't hear what other people are saying but you think that you can, but in the end, it's just never going to go well, let's admit it. I know for me, like, I make a lot of voice memos for people when they do, like, send me a big, long paragraph, because I want people to hear what I have to say, and if you have messaged me on Instagram, you know this, I will send you a voice memo without you even asking sometimes, because I'm like, you guys, you need to hear me when I say this, because if you don't, then you could take this completely wrong way, or you have no clue what the heck I'm talking about, let's be honest here. I promise you will not regret listening to this, no matter how long this ends up being. Sometimes it'll be an hour, sometimes it may be two. Who knows? It will probably never be two, I'm just being honest here. But I do feel like that was something that was kind of said last week, where it was an hour and a half, and I didn't feel like that was a long time, but I didn't really know, so I got nervous that no one will listen. And then people did listen, and they gave me their thoughts on it when they were finished listening. So if you ever do want to give me your thoughts, you can either send me a voice memo or you can type me this big long paragraph. I do not mind. I do not mind one bit. I love whatever you guys are saying. Just be just be nice. That's my only request, which everyone has been really nice. As Pacey would say it, who knows? Maybe you and I could be friends. Or in this case, you could just find me stir crazy, which Pacey never said that, but <laughs> that's that's twenty twenty one for you right there. If you want to follow me on Instagram, that's Winter Potter. If you want to follow me on TikTok, that's Pacey and Joey. It may sound very young to you guys, but I promise I just have a very soft voice. And my mom sounds the exact same way. Like, obviously, I don't live with her, but every time, like, I do hear her, I'm like, wow, you have the same voice as me. So it may sound young, but I promise I'm only 17, unless you guys are older than that, like, really, really older than that. You may find me really young. But my birthday is on December 20th, 2003, if anyone wants to get an idea of how young I am. So I'm just going to throw it out there. And all of these are just opinions. I wouldn't take me too seriously. I am not encouraging this sexual relationship between Tamara and Pacey. I just want to throw that out there. If you are with a teacher, it's not my place to judge. But I'm just saying, that's against the law. But... This was a long time ago, and it's a tedious show, so I'm not judging it. I'm probably going to make jokes about it. But again, don't take me seriously about that. For every week, I want to do this question, and I don't really know if I'm going to exactly do it, but I'm going to try my best to do it. See you guys on my story 
what you guys want to ask me so that way I can talk about it on the, at the beginning of the podcast, which will probably be less than 10 minutes, maybe 5 minutes at the most. It won't be that long. And it can be about anything. It can be about Dawson. It can be about Jen. It's going to be, it can be about Andy, Jack, whenever we get to that part. It can, it doesn't matter what season that we're on. Just ask me. The question is, did I ever ship Jen and Dawson together? And my answer to that is yes and no. At first, I really did want Dawson and Joey to get together because I was like, you know what, this would be kind of cute. New girl comes to town, boy falls in love with her. But then later, especially in this episode, I just kind of lost interest in it. And I don't really know how to explain it. I really did like Dawson and Joey in the beginning. But then midway through, I was like, don't like them together. I think if we're talking about Dawson for a quick minute about dating wise, I do think that they should have made him single for a little bit because in season one it was him and Jen and then season two it was him and Joey and then season three it was him and Eve and, jo- and then Joey kind of in a way and then season four it was Gretchen, season five it was Jen and then season six it was Nicole and Joey literally together. Dating at the same time. So, for my preference, I don't think I shipped them two together a lot in season one and now, but in season one when I first watched it, yes, yes, I did. Because I did, I did want the two together. But I also think now Jen deserved better than that because this creepy guy just like, hey, I like you. And Jen's like, oh, that's, that's cute. Just sitting here like that would be really creepy if that was me <laughs> but then again i find a lot of things creepy forgive me if i pronounce anything wrong if i offend you in any type of way you can let me know but these are just all my thoughts and i'm putting them on here so i hope you guys like them and without further ado let's get into this episode this episode is called dance it came out on january 27th 1998 there is five scenes of pacey and joey together There are nine scenes of Joey and four scenes of Pacey, which if you listened to last episode, that means there are one more scenes of just the two of them together, which yes, 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 and yes. I actually like this episode because it had more, had one scene with them just together. It was for a quick minute, but it it gave me hope, hope for what I know what was going to happen. And then one more scene for Joey, because Joey always needs a scene for herself. But she was never by herself, not really in a way. Then one last scene with Pacey, which is sad. That makes my heart really, really sad for Pacey, because it it was just Dawson, 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 Dawson. So this was kind of hard to make, because I didn't realize how many scenes of Dawson that he was in. So when I did, and then like when Pacey was in... He was just like a horny teenager trying to get the teacher, which he was actually less horny than last time, not going to lie. But in a lot of ways, I'm like, oh, okay, Pacey. And again, I don't understand why Pacey would ever call Jelly Potter a prude because she is certainly not a prude in this one. First scene starts out with Pacey and Joey together playing Stephanie and Steven. Joey is playing Stephanie and Pacey puts his arm puts her arm on her shoulder and goes, I might not believe in you, but I might not believe you, Stephanie, 
and then he touches her hair. But I believe in you. That's some good writing right there. Like, bravo, Dawson. Can I also just say, Pacey's voice in this, I'm like, oh my goodness, it's just so good. Like, I just got chills when I first watched it, and I was just like, nope, I, I can't, I cannot, I cannot right now. And I think that's just because Joshua Jackson's acting every time he does play anything, whether that is, like, his screen time or Pacey's screen time, he just does it so well. Because if you ever watched The Affair, you know what I'm talking about. The way that he handles his emotions in playing a role is just phenomenal. I will not lie. Like, there was this one show called The Affair, like I said, that Joshua was acting this part where he's having, like, a small panic attack. Finding out his wife is having an affair, which, hence the name. And how he acts in it is just... It's so real. Like, he literally, like, portrays the emotion. And I just watched it over and over and over again. And it made me cry. Mostly because it's just a very, very sad TV show. Which I don't recommend if you don't like, you know, I don't nudes. <laughs> like, there was a lot of nudes in that. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I'm mature enough to handle this. But I'm like, oh, okay. I'm never going to see this guy the same way. Which... I did. I did see them the same way, but I <laughs> just found it funny. But it gets me, every emotion that he portrays is just, good job, good job. But back to the episode. We then see Pacey leaning into Joey's lips, but just as their lips are about to meet, surprise, Joey pulls away, and now the fun count of how many times Pacey tries to kiss Joey, but she pulls away. Literally, she pulls away so many times. I made a TikTok where... I'm going to sound so young in this. But I made a TikTok where I was seeing how many times Joey pulls away. And how many times she could get through the whole kiss. And it was just the first three seasons. Which, I guess the first three seasons, she does pull away a lot. But there was a few more times where she does pull away. Which, I just find it funny. Pacey does look upset in this when she does pull away. Because... I'm like, it, it made a point in the first episode that these two don't get along. But then, here he is, just, when he, she doesn't want to kiss him, he goes, What? What? Come on, what? I'm like, hmm, Pacey, okay, getting a little bit um, sensitive over there, buddy. But I see you, and honestly, I can relate on so many levels. <laughs> You don't want to kiss me? Why not? Which, I never had a boy try to kiss me. Maybe I'm just 17 and I feel a little bit young saying that. But another way, I just don't like it when people try to get close to me when they don't know. Like, you, we have to be dating for a long time for you to kiss me. But either way, I'm just like, why would you want to kiss me? Which, I guess, I don't know. But it is kind of funny. I just find that very ironic. And I'm just throwing that out there because I don't understand why they made Pacey and Joey seem like they hate each other. But it's just like, it's like a love-hate relationship at this point. Let's be honest here. Their, their relationship, they don't hate each other as much as Sam and Freddie hate each other from iCarly. But they hate each other a decent amount, which iCarly was my childhood. Let's be honest here. And I just find it funny because, I don't know, I just... I just want to throw that out there, because even though they seem like they hate each other in season one, they don't really. 
that was the end of just the Pacey Joey scene. And then it goes to the first scene of Joey, where we see her sitting on Dawson's bed while staring at the TV and says, Sorry, Dawson, but he is just too repelling. And Dawson replies with, Joey, you're going to have to kiss him. Now looking back at this, I am sure Dawson regrets saying this so bad. And I remember watching this for the first time and going, Oh, Pacey and Joey? Then I looked it up on Instagram and I'm like, They get together? Which, at first time I did look it up and I'm like, This is so cute! And now it's ironic because people will come on my page and they're like, Pacey and Joey get together? Like, wait, what? And I'm like, if you if you know that I'm spoiling it and you see like the first clip of Pacey and Joey, just scroll down super fast. Like it's not that hard. But then I'm like, oh wait, I would do the same thing. Like I have done the same thing. And I have no regrets whatsoever because that's a lot of the time that's how I get into TV shows. I remember that's how I got into that's I always look at the last episode of a TV show just to see what happens. It's just kind of like my way of seeing how people view this couple for a minute. I'm like, is it worth watching it or is it not worth watching it? Because I'm not going to spin again, like Derek and, um, what's her name? People are probably screaming. The person from Green, oh, Meredith. Derek and Meredith. I always found it, like, I was trying to figure out who ends up with who. And then... I figured out what happened to Derek, and I did not watch Grey Anatomy after that. I could not watch Grey Anatomy after that. And I just find it kind of funny because I'm like, the show is 21 years old, but people are still watching it. And I guess, in a way, it makes sense because I was one of those people that found it like six months ago. But it's just ironic that how many tv shows you can spoil on social media nowadays and people will get upset because i remember getting upset about um gossip girl but then again that was on for a long time when i first watched it so again then back to the episode dawson is then painting a face that looks like joey it's the model face but does no one else find that kind of weird that he's doing that like i know it's for film but i'm just like oh okay dawson why are you all right? <laughs> and Joey says, with, I cannot and will not kiss that credence. This goes back to what Pacey says in the beginning of the episode, like of season one, where the two first came on, and he go, and she goes, you grab my ass, and he goes, like you even have one. And if they just knew where, what their relationship was going to be like in two years, I'm pretty sure they would drown each other in a lake, or at least Joey would have drowned him in a lake, because I know that Joey would hate the fact that Pacey likes likes her, or Joey likes him, or the fact that they were they are in love. Like that would literally kill Joey on the spot. Maybe not Pacey. I feel like Pacey would kind of be like, "Oh, so a girl likes me. That's kind of cool." Cousin then reminds Joey that she is playing a character and not actually kissing Pacey. One thing I do remind, admire about Dawson in this whole first season, especially the first season, but the other seasons I get, but you just see how passionate he is. And I said this last episode, but just the fact that 
Joey and Pacey are good enough friends to be doing this film for Dawson. I don't think Dawson in season 1 really appreciate the fact that they did this for him because in another way like Dawson seems like this very creative guy and he's like 15 years old and he's conquering the world but the rest of the show is like him just filming his life and I'm like did he not have anything else creative to do because that's what makes me think that he's the least growth in the show not saying that because I don't like Dawson but I'm just saying that because why did no one talk about how he just continued filming his life like I understand the build up there but I'm just like oh all right but if I did say have to say who had the most growth in this show it would probably be the rest of the characters <laughs> because Dawson was just so he just irritated me from the moment that I walked into season that I walked into my room and played season two to the moment I walked out and I was done with season six. It's like, this show, this show, Dawson, did you not grow after season one? Like, let's be real here. See Joey saying, so he's a sea serpent from the deep. Cite the difference. And then Dawson replies with, but you're not aware of his evil alter ego. You're in love, which maybe it's because we didn't see Pacey enough in season one, but I did not find Pacey at all annoying or I don't really know how to describe it. Like they kind of mean made Pacey seem like just this bad guy that just continues annoying Joey and la dee da dee da but Pacey was honestly kind of sweet to every single person besides the fact that he was just a horny teenager that didn't know what the heck he was doing half the time. He just seemed like a normal teenage boy in my eyes. Or somewhat normal because I know there's some guys that are not like that. Which I think, like, thank you guys for not being like that. But then, <laughs> I think if Dawson knew what, what he would allow to come out of his mouth the next part, he would... He would just see himself crying on the dock. Like, I post this on my Instagram, but I <laughs> I had this thing where I made, and I'm going to post it, where I made Dawson holding Joey, the, like, the head, when he was crying on the dock. And as sad as that scene was, I just imagined Dawson holding on for dear life if he knew what he was doing with that head. Because, like... No, like, I will not allow you if I knew that you and Pacey would end up together and we won't be soulmates. Like, ah! But just imagine. I'm going to leave this for a minute and I'm going to kind of be quiet for a minute so you can imagine. Okay? Let's imagine this together. There's Dawson. Crying. In the last episode of season three. He is going to the floor. As Joey runs away, Jen looks at him. And you just see him holding the head and like, And I will always love you. That's how I imagine Dawson crying in season three with the head. I don't know why that came in my head yesterday, but it really did. I was trying to like figure out a way how to say this. And I'm like, Emily, you're a genius. And I typed it. I don't know why I say you guys... That's what I mean when you may find me stir crazy, but just imagine it. Joey then says, forget it. 
And then the conversation at this will always have me laughing because Dawson says, and this is what I meant by the head, he's holding on to this head for dear life because Dawson then says, the movie doesn't work without a kiss, Joey. It's a love story. And then Joey goes, it's a horror story, Dawson. And he says, it's a, it's a horror age with a heavy, elegant slink. Which, who talks like this? And then Joey flops back on the bed. But he's so unkissworthy. <laughs> okay, okay, Joey. I'm sure that's what she was thinking every time Pasty was trying to kiss her. And then she would just push away like, You're so unkissworthy. <laughs> I can just imagine her doing that. And then Dawson goes, Do it for me. Joey says, I don't want to regurgitate on camera. Why don't you kiss him? <laughs> how, she's, how they say it's a horror and love story all at once. And... If I was on Cape, if I was someone from Cape Side that was going to watch this film, I would because of Joey and Pacey kissing and running away from each other. Like, can you imagine if Dawson ever pulled out this film and Dawson and Joey have kids and Pacey have kids? Can you imagine how they would be like, oh, so they basically were just chasing each other. I couldn't, I could imagine that. And then Dawson's kids are like, that's your film. It's the same thing as your show. Okay. <laughs> when Joey asks why doesn't she go kiss him, and he goes, because my lips are reserved for someone else. And then Joey says, have you kissed little miss someone else yet? But I don't know why Dawson needs... Why, <laughs> I, I understand why Dawson says no need to rush fate, but in another, but in another way, I'm like... Dawson, that's kind of creepy. Because as much as I will make fun of Dawson or Joey for always taking their sweet time to kiss people, I actually took a long time to kiss someone else when I was dating them. And I know it's hard for like someone to like for them to kiss because it's kind of intimidating. Like you have to go kiss someone, and I know one day I'm gonna be kissing someone so much, but. Right now, I'm going to sound very young because the only time that I've kissed someone was probably three people in my life and not even that. And I remember just every single time, I'm like, I am intimidated and I'm never dating someone after this. <laughs> and that's just me as a person because I'm not very a touchy-feely kind of person and I feel like I'll always be like that. But in another way, my confidence has grown since I started dating someone a long time ago. But... Which is ironic because I was dating this guy for a year. So I'm kind of like Joey where she she was a touchy person when she wanted to be. But in another way, I feel like I was her when I was just taking my sweet time kissing someone. But no boy has ever kissed me on the lips. Just kiss me on the lips. Don't wait an eternity, Dawson. I mean, she's from New York where things tend to move faster. Dawson then goes, but... Well then, how how enchanting to meet someone strapping young man who doesn't have sex on the brain. Which, okay. Okay, Dawson. Okay, you don't have sex on the brain. You didn't have sex at all until, like, you were in college. Not even in college. <laughs> and then Joey leans back and goes, if, if it helps you sleep at night. 
Dawson goes, Joey, you heard it from her. You heard her yourself. Through her own amendment, she is, she's a self-proclaimed virgin. Which, sure, Dawson, sure, she's a virgin, sure. And then Joey goes, for another second. Dawson then says, Jen happens to be a bright, intelligent young woman who is clearly in charge of her own body. And then Joey makes a very sexual joke by saying, I'm not suggesting leather stripes and, and Christo, just, just a kiss. I'm just, I'm not even going to make a comment there. Not even going to do that, because I had to ask someone, I'm like, what does this mean? Which I, none of them actually did. It's a, one person. They're like, I think that was a sexual joke. And I'm like, I think so too. I just didn't want to believe it. Because, okay, like I said, sure then I like how she's just very jealous but tries to hide it and last week when I had this episode come out someone told me that the way Joey sabotaged Jen's date reminded her of how she did with the reporter with Pacey which I agree with because even though like in the last episode, it was kind of like a quick thing where she was kind of sabotaging it. But it was kind of Dawson's fault for allowing her to come. When, I don't know how he didn't see that she was jealous. But then Pacey did see how she was jealous. And I just kind of find that, that too, just very, very funny and ironic kind of funny way. Because it just proves how Dawson saw her. And again, he was a 15-year-old boy. And Pacey was probably like 20 at the time. But it's just proof to how Dawson always didn't know her. But even then, like, like I said last episode, there was plenty of times where, like, Pacey was just looking at her like, are you okay? Or what's happening here? And I think Pacey knew. I find it ironic that Pacey knew that she was jealous, but Dawson didn't know. So it just goes back to that. Then Dawson says, oh, Jen and I will definitely kiss. Don't you worry. The question is, will your lips ever find Pacey's? And it goes back to the model face. And sitting in season three. Crying. Sobbing. Holding on to Joey for dear life. Saying that she's his soulmate. And la di da di da. And is set free like a little bird. If you listen to the last episode, you will know. But also, the first time that I ever heard what the question is, will your lips ever find Pacey's? I went... Ooh, spicy! And I don't know why that was my first reaction. And then Joey says, I vote for an Ascension rewrite. And then Pacey tells her that that's too bad because you definitely have kissing lips. And he was talking about the model face, which is highly disappointing for Joey. Not for me. At least not this time. The last point I want to say at this scene is, again, who knew that Dawson was actually right about this? The one thing that he was right about. Like, good job, buddy, good job. And I just, I just always found that very funny that he goes, the question is, will your clips ever find his? And I just wish that we saw a scene of Dawson screaming so I could make an edit and him saying that and then have like a little clip of them like, of Dawson, not, of Pacey and Joey kissing, and then Dawson just screaming his head off. That would be funny. I don't know why that would be funny, but that would be funny. 
scene one with Pacey in it. So after we see all of that, we see sitting in Miss Jacobs' chairs, wanting to talk to her about the kiss during school hours. Which, Pacey, you dumbo. Like, no, don't go up there and ask your teacher in the middle of the school day, hmm, I wonder why you aren't talking to me about a kiss. Like, hmm, how bizarre. <laughs> how bizarre. How bizarre. And then he goes, he says that there is a lot to discuss and we should, we should, we should start with that open mouth kiss if you like. Which, Pacey, please, you don't have to remind me about that. But like in the middle of the school day, ah, I could get why tomorrow doesn't want to like talk about it. So she acts like she doesn't even like, has she, she acts like she hasn't even seen the kiss. Like she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And la di da da there was no kiss. And Pacey's like, your tongue was in my mouth. You're not being fair. Which, one thing I did not like about this scene, like, I get why Miss Jacobs, why, why she was doing that. But in another way, I'm like, you could have said, okay, like, I'll talk to you later about it. But no, 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 no. She was like, it was wrong. And I wish I handled the situation different. And I probably would have done the same thing, but at the same time, I would have never kissed a 15-year-old boy, so I don't know how I would handle the situation. And that was the end of the scene for this part. We see Pacey and Joey at the cafeteria table with Jen, and they were all sitting there. But if you ever noticed, you may have to look back at this part, Pacey's arm is on Joey's seat, which I always found, like, kind of cute and not... I'm like, oh, okay, like... That's cool. And then we hear Dawson say, Joey, this means no lip about giving Pacey a lip. And this was the part where he was talking about her. Which, Dawson, okay, alright, but can you not see that they don't want to do this? <laughs> like, do you not have any respect? Joey, no means no. You can always say no for this kiss. But, oh my gosh, she didn't. I mean, she kind of did, but she didn't. Which, Pacey and Joey replies with, Joey, I'm reaching a breakup point with this whole kiss thing. And then Pacey goes, I'm not in, in guard with this kiss either, alright? It goes both ways. Flashback to when he got really mad at Joey for not wanting to kiss him. Hmm, I wonder why. <laughs> I love how Dawson was very like, Joey, you need to kiss him. You need to kiss him. But yet... It took him a long time to kiss her. <laughs> like, you couldn't... Okay, you can't separate your reality to fiction, but yet when it comes to kissing the girl that you like, you don't kiss her until... Okay, alright. And then Dawson, thinking very hardly, goes, Joey, major re revelation. Alright, I think I know a way to make this the, to make you the happiest actress in the world. You know how you die in the end of the movie? How about you like to die sooner? Like tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. When Pacey hears this, the way he looks at Joey is just very funny. Like, hmm, good idea. And Dawson goes, Okay, your character in a surprise attack is killed violently, but your beautiful but bright cousin from New York arrives just in time to find your... 
motivation body. And then Pacey goes, you know, dude, I think you're on to something. Says he didn't want to kiss Joey at the time. Supposedly. And then poor Jam was just like, wait, do I have to be in the movie? <laughs> and Dawson goes, it's an easy cover. Oh, it's better this way. It's so unpredictable. Like, okay, wait, you were already going to kill her, so... Okay. Then the audience is never going to see it. It's like Jen left and the psycho. And then the way Pacey gets very excited, he goes, Heard you bark, bark more and scream. Which, I really like that scene, mostly because I know Drew from... If you ever seen the Riding in Cars with Boys, you know what I'm talking about. I knew her from there. I don't actually know her from Scream, but that's the only one I know her from. I know she's a comedy, like a comedy person, I believe, and she has like her own show, but I don't know why. That just got me excited when I heard her name. Oh, they don't hate each other at the moment because of how they zoomed in. They zoomed out of the clip, and she's like, oh, a ripoff, a ripoff, ha, ha, ha. And I feel like in another way, they really didn't hate each other. Or else they wouldn't be standing by each other. Just like the kiss. If they didn't want to kiss, then they wouldn't have a kiss. But I also feel like they were just being good friends about the kiss. Like, okay. Like, I have to kiss you for this show that Dawson wants me to do. Alright. But, in the first episode, they really did make it seem like they hate each other. But it's never going to be like Sam and Freddy from My Carly. Because that was a decent amount of hate. Then, we see Joey sneaking a look at the time at Jen and going... You're right, Dawson. It's birthday. The second scene that we see of Pacey is Pacey sitting in Miss Jacob's class. And then we see her talking about Emily Burson Warden Heights. Which I have never actually read. And I'm not sure if I actually will read it. Hopefully not. Because, I don't know. The only book that I've read that has an affair. Which I'm currently reading The Great Gatsby. I like how Tamara was telling him... To back off in a lot of ways because when Nellie ra raised her hand and it was like eagerly like okay I got it I got it she was like it was her tragic tragic and dysfunctional way of letting him know she loved him and tomorrow goes that's the obvious inter inter interpretation of the moment however I think it goes a little bit it goes deeper than that for some reason. This story is regarded as a love, as a great love story, but the reality is that Heathcliff and Catherine never belonged together, and they never, and they never should have been together. And then it's just a close-up of Pacey's face, and Tamara continues. Catherine was incessantly a mess. Heathcliff was basically a decent guy. You had a lot to learn about life, and was inherited better off without some whining, mentally unstable, wet rag following him around. <laughs> like, alright, tomorrow there was such a better way to handle this situation. And then Nellie and her friends were like, what in the world is happening here? <laughs> and tomorrow continues, the whole thing was wrong. It was like... It never should have happened. Bruce should have never. Bruce should have saved her ink. And then Pacey's just watching her, like, all right. Like I know that was towards me, but like, 
could have told me this out loud. But he didn't get the hint, and that's kind of the sad part. And then the bell rings. In this scene, we see Joey and Dawson at the locker. But if you ever seen... And then we meet Cliff. But if you ever seen Felicity, you can only see him as Noel. <laughs> like, let's be honest. But this is like Cliff as the football player. I actually watched Felicity after I watched Dawson Creek. But I can't tell if I like Nolan better or if I like Ben better. I like Ben, but Ben has a lot of problems. But I like Nolan better because he's kind of like the good one and he's speed and he's funny. But I already know what happens to him at the end, so I'm trying not to get too hopeful with it because again I always watch the the last episode before I go and watch the whole entire thing because I don't know if I'm wasting my time which I haven't even finished it I usually finish shows in like two weeks but I could not finish it probably because I got too tired of it but I like that we see him as a football player and then we see Joey and Dawson at the locker and Dawson's complaining about helmets of glory crone slash Prodigal's last year's football season. And get this. Mr. Cliff, quarterback himself, is writing and directing and starring in it. Like, who knew, Dawson? Who knew if you actually made it into film class that you could do this? He goes, they're entering it in the film festival. Mine film festival. This is an immediate competition. I like how he says mine film festival. Like, dude. It... It's not. Like, it's not your film festival. Get over it. And Joey's just like, it's a, it's a sports film. Like, that's what her comment was. Like, it's just a spill. It's just a sports film. And then he gets all mad about it. Like, it's my film festival. Here's how Dawson is an only child. And it goes back to what Joey says, living in a fantasy. And I think this part really does bring out how Dawson is living in a fantasy. Then Joey is a little bit sarcastic by saying, Ah, oh, the inedible of everything you're against. And she wrinkles up her nose and cuts it, uh, and then leans back against the locker and says, Could life be more cruel? Which I love how she wrinkles her nose. That's why I add the part in. Jen and Cliff together. As we see Dawson seeing Jen and Cliff together, and Dawson goes, This cannot be happening. Which, Dawson, if you want to wait forever, be my guest. But you should have asked her out. And even Joey knew something like that. And even Joey knew something like that was going to happen. Because she was like, Dawson, if you don't ask her now, then you're never going to get the chance. because someone, And then you're not going to get the chance to. And it's kind of sad to me how Joey was just standing there and watching all of this. And I think it kind of shows how she was just not really saying much to Dawson during this time that it was all happening. But I feel like if she wanted to, she should have just told him. And it was just a very long drag-on thing for this whole season. Because I feel like it would have been a lot quicker. But in another way, it was probably, what, like a week? Maybe after Jen came, and I feel like Joey should have been that threatened. But then again, like, I'm not very easily jealous. I only got jealous, like, a few times in my whole life about a guy. And even then, like, I don't, I just don't understand. Like, why don't you just tell him? But in another way, I get it, because she didn't want to ruin her whole thing that she had with Dawson and make it all awkward and even then like Dawson didn't even listen to her last episode when she was trying to tell him like hey like I'm right here why don't you see me 
And it just made me sad because I'm like, Dawson, stop chasing a girl around when your girl is like right there next to you for the time being. For the time being. But it just made me sad for Joey, that's all. So then this is scene three of Joey. Mitch is teaching Dawson how to kiss and Joey climbs up to Dawson's window. Again, she always hears something that she doesn't want to hear. But I think this part was kind of special because she was listening to what Mitch had to say to Dawson as he was teaching him how to kiss someone. And I feel like you don't know what you're doing when you don't live with a mom. But the way Dawson <laughs> just kisses Joey's head was kind of creepy. But I laughed. But I laugh when I'm nervous. So I feel like in this situation, I would have laughed and just brought myself like attention then mitch says you want to dance with hers but i don't know like that's how first kiss goes because how mitch explained it i should have listened to his advice a long time ago he said it's your bottom lip you gotta get you gotta keep it relaxed and then mitch pulls on dawson's bottom lip and he says you want it to have a mind of its own you want it to dance with her and then pauses close your eyes and then Joey watches Dawson close his eyes, and Joey does the same thing, and then Dawson kisses, and just as he's walking upstairs, Joey gets up and goes away, and then she hears something in the closet, which is Gail. And guess who she's talking to? Guess. Guess. It's Bob with the soft. And Joey just glistens there and Gail is making kissing noises to Bob with the softy. And she comes out and she's completely scared with Joey standing there. And Gail asks her what she's doing here and Joey explains that she is doing that she's filming with Dawson today. And Mrs. Gray goes, That's nice. And Joey goes, Yeah, I get to be killed today. And Mrs. And then Miss Leary replies with again oh that's nice uh be careful out in the sun it's hot today wear sunscreen and joey goes ah see you later miss glary and then joey starts to walk away but then she stops and goes mrs glary and mrs glary goes hmm and then joey with this after a very slight pause goes i know and then walks away and just, queen, I love you. You did that correctly. But my thought on the situation is, why is Gail in a closet talking to Bob with the stop B? Like, you couldn't think of anything else. I know this was a home phone, but you should not be calling the guy that you're having an affair with. Okay. I know it was a home phone. I know things were different back then, but... <sighs> that part makes me very, very frustrated. So, this next scene is a scene with Joey and Pacey. This is the third scene of the two of them together. And this is the scene where we see Joey rushing in and around and going, Stephen? Stephen? And then we see Pacey as the sweet creature in the suit while Joey is screaming and slams an ord in his stomach that's what the transcript said because i was trying to look up what it actually was i thought it was a tree branch but apparently it was not 
Then Joey runs behind the boat and with the model head of Joey appears as Dawson as she ducks and then Pacey knocks the head off. And then we hear Dawson say, cut and beautiful. Then we see Pacey taking off that taking off the head of the sea creature and hoo hoo hoo. Not as cute as the first scene that we saw with him, but he was pretty cute too, right there. And he goes, Joey, you die so well. Dawson, can we get another round of those? Because I love that image. Then we hear Dawson go, no, we're behind schedule, moving on, while Jen is just laughing at this. We then see Joey do this big, sarcastic smile, which is one of my favorites when she does that to Pacey. And then she goes into the screen door. Then this is just the scene of Joey. We see Joey standing there in Dawson's screen part patio, changing her butty clothes while Pacey and Dawson were cleaning up um, outside, and Jen comes over and says, Hey Joey, let me help you get that blood off, which I thought that was very nice of her, but I felt like something was going to happen there, like a cat fight maybe. Then we hear Joey says, like, no, it's okay, I got it. But then, Joe go but then Jen goes, no, come on, I don't mind at all. It's not a problem. And Joey kind of gives in and lets her help her. And Jen goes, ew, it looks like a lot got stuck on there. And then Jen, Joey's just like, yeah, okay. And then as Joey starts to take off her bikini, Jen wraps the towel around her. And says, here, let me cover cover you up. And she, you know, helps her. And she says, you have nice breasts. And then Joey stares at her like, um, okay. Like, why are you doing this to me? And she says, I mean, don't get the wrong idea. I'm completely hetero, all right? I'm just commenting girl to girl. You have a really nice body. Which I really do admire Jen doing this. The first time that I ever heard someone say this to me, it was when I had, like, a sleepover with one of my friends and she was commenting on my body like you have a you have a nice body and I'm like why the heck are you saying this to me but I realize it's just kind of like a girl thing to do and I personally would never do that to one of my friends I remember one of my, my I, I have one of my best friends we went to a winter formal I think two years ago and my friend commented on one of my friend's breasts and I think it wasn't until, like, probably January, my friend goes, I remember when, when Skye told me that I had nice breasts, and I just felt so insulted by it, because I'm like, why are you commenting on my breasts? Which, I think it's because there are different types of people who really just kind of connect with that kind of stuff. Like, there are some girls, like, completely fine hearing it, and then there are some girls who just don't want to hear it. I hate when people say... And it was a big thing when, I think in like 2018, where it was like, you looking thick. And I hated when people said that. I don't know why. I just never really like it when people are telling other people, like, you look thick. Or you have, like, thick breasts. Or you have this and I want this. And I'm like, okay. But I guess it was kind of like Joey, where she was just kind of self-conscious. And then... The conversation started with, I'm too tall, and then Joey, and then Jen watching off the blood off of her. She goes, no, you're not. You're, you're commanding. Hey, come on. I wish I had your 
here is Sentrin and long lips. My body's a mess. I'm too short, my hips do this weird thing, and my face is shaped like a duck. Oh, and I hate my breasts. And then Joey just stares at her surprised, kind of like, wait a minute, like, you, you're self-conscious? And then Joey goes, are you serious? And Jen goes, yeah, I mean, it's completely normal to hate the way you look. And then Joey kind of debates on whether she should say this or not. And then she goes, you don't look like a duck. And then Jen kind of ruins the mood by saying, you know, that's the nicest thing you said to me since we met. Which I want to point this out. As a girl who lives with a dad, and I know that Joey didn't live with her dad, but I think... In another way, if you don't live with your mom, it's kind of hard to take compliments about your body. For me, it was hard, and if you're a girl, you will well understand this. It was hard for me when I was probably like 11, and my, maybe 10, and I remember my body was changing so, so much. And I just remember wishing that I had my mom at the moment because, you know, you were forming like girl parts and it's kind of hard to understand like what's happening and you can't go up to your dad and say like hey something's changing with my body and I don't understand what's happening here my dad's just like oh okay like I don't know how to process this I think I might have been like seven to be honest but I think that's how Joey was feeling when people when Jim was giving her a compliment because she was like I'm not used to this. I don't have a mom around. I only have my sister around, who I feel like Bessie did her best on giving a compliment out. But I feel like in another way, it was hard for her to, you know, they, it's just a sister and it was just a sister relationship. It wasn't like a mother-daughter relationship. And I, I also believe that because Joey was a tomboy and she had a lot of guy friends it was definitely weird for her to hear this and so that's why she just kind of turns around and leaves and then Jen goes I'm gonna make it very hard for you to hate me which <laughs> always probably like dang it like I was trying to hate you but then you compliment me and I'm like oh <laughs> but I really do feel like the reason why Joey hated her was not because she hated her, but just because she didn't want to lose Dawson as a friend, which was completely understandable. When you're trying to make new friends, it's hard for you to understand that life is changing. And again, it might have been easier if she had a mom around, but I don't think it is. Because either way, if a new girl comes in town and tries to steal, not really steal, but your best friend's like, ooh, I like him. I like her, and she's just like, Why? Why do you like her and not me? I've been standing here the whole entire time. But I think that was another reason why it was hard. We continue seeing this. And this is the the fourth scene that we see of Pacey and Joey. We see Dawson and Joey filming the next scene. And Pacey and Jen playing Stephen and Penelope. For the kiss scene, Pacey and Jen are actually kissing in this scene. And I like this scene because Jen's trying to pull away. But Pacey doesn't let her. And Dawson, of course, gets mad while Joey's just over there laughing, which I honestly kind of, like, expected her to go, like, thank you for doing this. And Dawson is like, whoa, 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 cut, cut, cut. Pacey, what the hell are you doing? And then Pacey's finally, like, pulls away and she go, and he goes, I'm kissing. What does it look like? <laughs> and Dawson goes, snark, 
snorkeling. And then Dawson cuts the kiss. And, and then Joey goes, you can't kiss. You can't cut it. It was just a kiss. And he was like, yes, I can. And I just did. All right. It's not working out. It doesn't make sense to have our new character to be kissing her dead cousin's boyfriend. All right. The kiss is officially cut. Which, Dawson, what happened to this being like a brilliant idea of you suddenly coming up with this idea that we're going to have him kiss the cousin? Like, Stop, Dawson! Like, do you need a round of applause for that? And I just don't like how it kind of, like, I don't like this, I'm gonna cut it. Which, again, only child mode. Pacey was like, alright, so is that a wrap for the day? Because I got plans, you know? And then we see Joey kind of amused by this, and Dawson's like, yeah, that's a wrap for the, that's a wrap, wrap up, and then Jen goes away, and... Of course, Dawson goes after her. See Joey walking over to Pacey, and she says, And what are you doing up? What are you doing this evening? And Zen says, Well, it just so happens that the woman of my dreams is going to be at the school dance tonight, and I planned on attending. And then Joey goes, Lucky her. Which I personally love this scene, because it's the first scene of them two alone, and it's another way. I don't know if any of you guys noticed this, but the way that Pacey... Or, actually, Joshua Jackson acts. Anytime he's trying to make a point, he always uses his finger. And <laughs> I don't know why he does that. He always, like, uses his fingers and then points at anyone. And that's what he was doing in this scene. And then this is scene five of Joey, where we see Dawson pouting go to the gin going to the pool with Cliff. And he goes, no, no, no. Beyond the extension. And then taps his head. There's nothing going on up there. It's head fumes. The guy, he's a white head. He's a white weight. His script is lunatic. His, his story sense is even worse. And she says, I don't think the cinematical process is the attraction Dawson. Which, okay, Joey. But in Dawson's mind, that's, that's the problem. Like, she, she just doesn't understand that he doesn't have a lot of that ideas, and his sport film is terrible. <laughs> Dawson, you're not even in the class. Like, I know we're not talking about Dawson, but, like, okay. And Joey's just, I like how Joey's just, like, come on, dude. Like, really? Why? Why? Why are you doing this to yourself? But then, Dawson continues by saying, what, what, what kills me was, she was so open about it, you know? Like, I'm going to dance with Cliff. Like, why? Like, it wouldn't bother me. Hold on. I know this isn't said, but Joey's just like... And I'm sitting here listening to you talk about Cliff. And you think that doesn't bother me? Like, that's what should have gone down. And then he continues by saying, I mean, I respect her commentary and all but it's a little thought on the thoughtless side and Joey's just nodding like completely thoughtless and she's probably sitting there like yeah you're doing the same thing to me buddy but then wait there's more of what Dawson has to say and I would have been so annoyed if I was Joey and he says at this very moment they're slow dancing her arms are wrapped around his waist and they're moving to some cheat 
stupid cheesy 80s songs which pause for a minute i wish there were stupid cheesy 80s songs at my school dance because all there are because all there are now are just stupid cuss words and i hate it so much so i can't imagine having this problem because my stupid problem in ninth grade was now he's just dancing along with some cuss words and he's just sitting on a bench which changes the fact that that was 2018 and this is 20 2000 and he continues by saying and he's whispering things into her ear to kind of make her giggle and toss her hair to the side and joey's just giving him a look like what in the world is your problem like yeah like okay this is beyond creepy Shelly, you should have got up and run at that point every once in a while their eyes meet and they shift awkwardly because they know it all coming down to that one moment at the very end of the night where he leans and tells her what a great time he has and he asked and he asked her if they can do it again she smiles in that sexy teasing way that just that she has and it's not very teasing but just as just sexy and says i like that and then joey just kind of rolls her eyes and then their lips meet and their mouth comes together and their tongue finds each other and ah! <laughs> and then, then he flops on the bed. I can't take it. And then Joey goes, you're so dramatic. Which, good job, Joey. I, I've seen a lot of people edit on this part where they go, you're so dramatic. Like, get over yourself. And I just wish that she just, I just wish that she just kind of like said, ask her out and then Dawson's like I don't get it what did he do that I didn't do and then Dawson and then Joey was just like he asked her out like that's the thing that's the thing that he did that you didn't do which mind blown Dawson can't ask anybody out and then Dawson he's going and then Dawson's like I'm going to dance and Joey's like why and he goes because Jim's there and Joey says, in the arms of another man? I mean, why torture yourself? And Dawson says, I'm an artist. Torture is pre-recommendation. Are you coming or not? Da and then Joey goes, look at you, Dawson. I mean, this little f movie plot you got going on and the way you want it. And then Dawson changing and he goes, I'm the one who should be kissing her, Joey. Not some crew j crew ad i can do it i can make my bottom whip dance tonight it's gonna happen i'm gonna kiss the girl joey lays back down she goes this is pathetic dawson but then she turns and looks at him and he's and she goes i'm not i'm not above witnessing your hormones so count me in and then we see dawson rushing downstairs or rushing back while he goes I, like, I gotta fix my hair, and <laughs> Joey's face in this was just a complete mood. Then we see Joey going downstairs and see Mrs. Larry kissing, not with Bob the soft bee, with her husband. Yes, her husband. And then Joey goes and sits on the stairs. Larry is passing by. Mrs. Larry gets startled when Joey says, Good night, Mrs. Larry. And then Joey Mrs. Larry gets up and says, oh, you scared me, and she says, we need to talk, which, if we're learning anything from Tamara and Pacey, we know that's never going to go well. 
kiss. They kiss every time they talk. So who knows what's going to go down here. I'm not saying kissing, but I'm definitely saying some yelling. We then hear Joey say, Do you remember my mom, Mrs. Cleary? And then Mrs. Cleary tries to say, I just want to clear something up. But Joey continues and says, My mom was the best. She was an incredible woman. My dad, however, didn't always see that. He cheated on her for as long as I can remember. It tore her apart, crumbling their relationship and nearly destroying our entire family. And then when Mrs. Larry is like, why are you telling me this? Joey says, because your actions affect people. And then when Gail says, you don't understand, Joey then pops off and says, no, you don't understand. My mom got cancer and died, so you do the math. And you know your reasons for doing what you're doing? And then pauses and says, they can't possibly be outweighed the everlasting damage you're creating. This goes back to Dawson's kind of like trying to call out Joey's dad for doing drugs, but he didn't know how to like say anything about it. I really think Joey did really, really good at this. Kind of like, you don't understand what you're doing. You're destroying a family, which if you ever cheat, you are destroying a family. If you ever have an affair, you are destroying a family. And that goes to if you're dating someone. Like, you're destroying something that could have been good. And you could have easily just, like, be like, hey, this is what I'm feeling. And I get, I get it kind of, those kind of things just kind of happen in a way. And I'm getting nervous thinking about it. If I ever had a husband, which I'm sure one day I will, if I had a problem where I did not like him, or if I did not love him, <laughs> like is a whole different statement. I would want to tell that husband, hey, I don't love you like I do, like I did when I married you, and I, it's either something that I need to work on, or I just can't be married to you anymore. Which I get that's hard for some people, but whenever I'm having a problem with either a friend or not even a friend, I come out and I say, hey, this is my problem, we need to work on it, and this is what we can do. Which I get why Mrs. Cleary did that. But she just replies with, does Dawson know? And I'm just like, what is up with these teenagers trying to tell an adult what to do? Because I get nervous whenever I try to tell my dad what to do. Because there was something yesterday where I had this meeting for school. Which, don't get me started with these things. I don't even know why I don't go. It makes me mad. And my dad will give me, like, these small, small details of what's happening. And I just get so nervous because I can't tell him what to do. So I can't imagine Joey having to tell an older adult what to do. Because I get nervous anybody out. I can't imagine having to call an adult out for an affair. And then Dawson comes downstairs and goes, Does Dawson know what? And Joey saves it with, Do you know how to dance? And... Then Dawson goes, you know, like, I know how to dance. And Joey goes, sure you do. And then Dawson kisses his mom on the cheek and leaves out the door. And Joey's reaction to this was kind of funny because she's like, have fun tonight, Mrs. Have fun tonight, Mrs. Cleary. Which I'm sure Mrs. Cleary was like, oh dear, she's definitely going to talk Dawson eventually. Which she should have in a lot of ways, but I do like how she didn't tell him. So then this is scene three of Pacey. We see, we then see Pacey walk in to the dance and he sees Tamara. 
He walks over to her and he goes, Good evening, Miss Jacobs. And Miss Jacobs does not look happy by that. And she says, Hello, Pacey. How are you doing this evening? And Pacey replies with, Confused, perplexed, bewared, mismolarated, mis the source of emotions. And then tomorrow goes, You know, I'm the chaperone and I should make the rounds. Of what emotion? Pacey goes, would you like to dance tomorrow? And tomorrow goes, that's not a good idea, Pacey. And then he says, of course it's not a good idea. But if things were different, would you? And she goes, I have to go. Like, that's all you're going to say? Like, you should have, like, pulled that boy out of the dance and been like, looky here, these are my things. But no, you have to go. I have to go. I have to go. Like, no, no, you don't have to go. You should have just put your butt over there and pull that boy out. Like, again, I know it's a complete different situation, but it makes me mad. So mad. And if I was in this situation, I would have never gone to the school dance. I probably would have never gone back to school if I was a teacher. But if I was, like, the student, obviously I'd been like, hmm, like, this guy likes me. La -dee -da -dee -da. But no. Mm-mm. Mm. Okay. Um, I can't discuss this anymore. So on to scene 7 of Joey. Joey and Dawson walk into the dance, and Joey being the baddie that she is when she sees Cliff and Jen together goes, Aw, they make such a cute couple. And then Dawson's just standing there watching them like, I don't know what the heck I'm doing here anymore. <laughs> That's a mood. And Joey asks, What's your plan in this? And Dawson goes, I didn't get that far. And Joey goes, well, you better get to, you better write something quick. Because in some, in some world, in some world scenes, what they're doing is, is known as a foreplay. Dawson asks, Dawson then asks Joey to dance. And Joey's like, no can do. I will not dance with you. And then he goes, come on. But it's like, Dawson, no means no. How many times do I have to express that no means no for Joey? And Joey just always accepts it. And I don't know why she does. But, Joey, you can say no. That is that is a thing. That is completely okay. But Dawson says, it's easy. Just shake your ass back and forth. <laughs> okay, I guess. But, of course, when they get onto the dance floor, it's a slow song. Which, that's awkward. Again, I wish I had this music now. Now it's just, like, people, like, jumping on top of each other and, like, doing things on the dance floor that I don't want to see. <laughs> like, okay. And the only, like, guy that I danced with was, I think, two guys. There was this guy named Aeon. He's super duper tall. And I remember this being in the 8th grade formal. And he asked me to dance. And the guy that I was with at the time... He was like, I don't want to dance. Like, I don't dance. And I'm like, sure, okay. And then I just went and danced with someone else. I'm like, you know what? You're not going to dance with me. I'll dance with him. And then I think two years, well, now it's like two years ago, there was a guy I was dating. And he he actually liked to dance. So there was like, every so often, it would be like, we're just dancing. And 
It felt really awkward because this is why I don't want to go to prom. People make a big deal out of prom, but people don't understand. It's 2021. By the time I go to prom, it's 2022. And there's not that many things I can do at prom. And everyone makes it seem like magical, magical this and that. But I'm like, that's not reality. I'm going to get to prom and I'll be like, I'm sitting here crying in my prom dress because i'll have no date that's why i'll be crying in my prom dress unless i magically find a boy with all this coronavirus going on no one's gonna want to kiss me uh-uh i'm not that pretty <laughs> i've just totally talked down myself but let's be honest here you don't shake your ass back well you do shake your ass back and forth in 2021 but we don't have slow dances like this and if they did it's at the very end and it's like three dances so they're dancing and I will admit how they're dancing is very cute and I actually made a TikTok where it was Pacey and Joey dancing. Well it was Pacey oh it was Dawson and Joey dancing and then it was Pacey and Joey dancing at the very end. And compared to Dawson and Pacey at the moment, I do like how Dawson was like, Ooh, like I'm dance with you and he did this in season six too where they were dancing and it was kind of like a slow dance but he doesn't pull her back like pacey does and kisses her like that would have been really cute if i did that which then again i skipped their scenes after scene four or season four but still <laughs> like i don't want to see any of that and i know i have to now but then Joe, the funny part is when Cliff and Jen notices him, he's like, I'm like acting all casual, but I'm really just stalking Jen. And ha ha ha, everyone thought that Henry was stalking Jen. No, 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 no. Dawson was definitely stalking her in this scene. And Joey goes, That went brilliantly, brilliantly which moved you, Joey, mood. We then see like this tiny, tiny clip. Like 0.5 second clip of Pacey staring at Tamara, and I can't even add this in a scene. Like, I don't know why this, like, scene was a thing, but I think it was just kind of like proving that Pacey was just doing this. And then Dawson leaves for Joey, and then Dawson leaves Joey for Jen. Of course, he does. Which I just want to compare Dawson and Pacey for a minute, which again, I'm comparing a 15 year old boy to a 19 year old boy now. Or, not even that, an 18-year-old boy. <laughs> Which is not really much of a difference. But, Dawson walks into the girl's bathroom, right? Like, he just kind of walks in there, like, Jen, wait up! And then, Pacey, on the other hand, he had to be pulled by the ear to walk into the women's bathroom in, scene, in season 5. Which, if you know what I mean, you know what I mean. Where Joey, like, pulls on, her, pulls on his ear when he goes, But that's the women's restroom. Where was that for Dawson? Oh, wait. Dawson doesn't have any manners in this. And then, scene 8 of Joey. We see... We then see Dawson and Joey sitting at the table. And Dawson is obviously pouting about Jen and Cliff. And Joey goes, While you stand there on the dock of Proclamation, little USSS, Joe, Jen... Jenny is sailing far, far, farther and farther out to sea, which, 
I'm gonna be honest, that's ironic because season four, she was just like sailing off to sea far, far away from him with Pacey. And, and then Joey goes, haven't you had enough? And Dawson goes, no, Joey. I'm like, no, I'm still breathing. Joey then goes, Dawson, you hardly even know this girl. And Dawson goes, I know. That's the magic of it, Joey. True. Jen is sending, Joe, Jen has stepped into my life no more than two seconds ago, but I already feel that connection. Pause. He, he wasn't lying. It literally was two seconds ago. <laughs> and then he continues by saying, the bond we're meant to be together. You call it a wishful, fulfillment and delusional and the high, highly oralcent order, but I'm telling you, something prelims exists between us. And Joey goes, you're scaring me, Dawson. You're doing this Frankenstein Hannah thing. I mean, one minute you're Dawson, and the next you're his psycho alter ego. I mean, you're the sea creature from your own movie. Good job, good job, Joey. I'm proud of you, but okay. And Dawson replies with, so be it, Joey. I can't explain it any better. The girl, um, the girl's a mystery to you, but I feel like I've known her my whole life. Then he pauses and he says, I mean, it's the way I feel about you. And Joey just stares at him like, excuse me? She challenges me the way you do. She could be you. Except, she's Jen. Ouch! Absolutely ouch! Pacey would never do this to Joey. Like, I know he screamed at her at prom, but he would never do this to Joey. And, like, Dawson being like, he could be you. That's like saying if, um, if, if Pacey was talking about Audrey, and she's like, he's like, he could, she could be you. Like, shut up. Like, no, 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 I would have popped off. I would have popped off of him. And then Joey does. She goes, well, let me just remind you of how the little interaction horror movies slash love story ends. The creature doesn't get the girl. He dies a violent, bloody, horrible death. Rest in peace, Dawson. It was nice knowing you. And then Joey gets up and leaves. And then, and then Dawson has the audacity to go, where are you going? And Joey goes, I'm already dead, remember? Like, you get it, Queen. You do that. You do, yes, yes, but. <sighs> that makes me so mad for her. But I just don't understand why. Why Dawson did that to her. Because I, I would have been mad, but the next scene, magically, they're okay. Like, why are they magically okay? There was no scene of them resolving this. And I think that's the difference between Pacey and Joey. Here's me comparing, and this is what I mean by scenes come up, and scenes come up where the difference between Pacey and Joey and Dawson and Joey. Dawson and Joey do not resolve anything. And I would like to say, okay, this is scene one, this is scene, this is season one, this is episode two, like... Surely things will get better. No, they don't. That's the thing. And scene, season 6, episode 2, things were still the same. There was a sex scene where he cheats on his girlfriend. 
And Joey's like, you have a girlfriend. And Dawson's like, yeah, I have a girlfriend. But instead of resolving it, he just gaslights her. And I get, like, a lot of people are like, but Joey's reasons aren't that good as well. And I'm like, you guys, the moment that that Dawson comes out with accusing her of something, he automatically gaslights her. And I just never understood why until I fully recognized that it was gaslighting in season six. And I was like, oh, that's what he does. That's exactly what he does. And this is why in... We're only on season one, episode two. And he doesn't go after her. He doesn't tell her, like, hey, what the heck is going on? He doesn't acknowledge the fact that he's mad at, at that she's mad at him. He just continues to go off and go with Jen. And if it were me, I'm I'm, a, I'm an immigrant for like him. I'm I'm dramatic. I'm fantasize what could happen. And I get his motive in this, but I really just don't understand why he continues to let her leave like that. There is Pacey and Joey who resolve everything in a order manner fashion. And what I mean by that is whenever they're having problems, they come out and they say it. With the birth control, for example. I know there's a thousand things that I could come up with with this part but one of my parts that I want to say is the birth control when Joey was trying to figure all that out she was thinking of ways to say to Pacey like hey like I'm on birth control and I don't know how to handle it but she said it in like a way like what if I just stock up on goodies and Pacey's like did you really do that or what's happening here and they talked about it or another example was when she was upset about being four. He pulled her in and he was like, okay, well, are you really going to tell me what's happening? Because surely this is not the reason why. And at the end of the episode, when Joey was drunk and she was telling Pacey about everything that was happening, they came out and they said it. And he was like, I'm not leaving you. Like, I'm not going anywhere. This is, I'm here to stay. And I know this is a completely different situation here, but every time that Pacey reminds her, like, again, birth control, he reminded her, like, I'm not here for just sex. Like, I'm here because I love you. Then, with the drunk thing, he reminded her, like, I'm still here to stay and I'm going wherever you go. And the main difference between Pacey and Dawson is the fact that they, that even though Dawson and Joey have known each other for a while and Dawson feels like I know you I know you my whole life like I understand every single thing that's happening the truth is you don't and I think Pacey realizes that and he knows that he's here to stay but whenever Joey gets mad Dawson just pops back off on her or just lets her leave but Pacey doesn't let her leave and I think that's the biggest difference between Pacey and Dawson. So then we have the last scene with just Pacey and Joey. And we see Pacey and Joey walking down the street with Dawson towards the pier. And I realized by watching this, Pacey and Joey were matching it in a way like I was saying last episode when they were at the movies. But I think this might have been like a little hint. I feel like 
all of them were matching, but really Pacey and Joey were matching more than Dawson and Joey. But we see Pacey in his classic hunting shirt. Dawson says to Joey and Pacey, "This could be the most single hand. Um, this could be the single most embarrassing night of my life. I'm a simp." <laughs> okay, <laughs> which. Every single time I hear that, I just think of what happened last year. I remember when someone's like, Hey, Emily, is so like, is Josh, my boyfriend at the time, is Josh a simp? And I'm like, what's a simp? Why is that a big deal? And hearing that now, I'm like, yeah, Dawson, you're a simp. Okay. And then it continues by saying, Joey, how could you ever let me do this? Gaslighting her much? Gaslight her? That's a great, that's a great idea, Dawson. Which Joey replies with, See, I knew this was going to turn against me. Somehow, this would be my fault. Which Dawson looks at... Which Pacey looks at Dawson and then looks at Joey while smiling like he knew this was going to happen. Which I find kind of funny. Then Dawson looks at Pacey and goes, Pacey, my non-insistent friend. It was kind of annoying how Dawson put the blame on both of Joey and Pacey at the same time. But do what you gotta do, I guess. Pacey then goes, sorry man, I was otherwise engaged. And I love how Joey was trying to point out that he was there, that she was there, and Pacey was just not there, because she goes, at least I didn't desert you. I came back. <laughs> me too, Joey, me too. Which Dawson ignores, like he always does. Dawson like, hears, but he just avoids by asking Pacey, who is the mystery woman you keep in indulging to? Which Pacey says, unfortunately, the mystery woman remains a mystery, even to me. Then Dawson gets all depressed about Jen and Cliff by, you know, by saying, you know, at this moment, Jen's lips are pressing against Cliff. And then Joey's just like, don't go there. And then Pacey just kind of goes, you know what? It's my stop, kids. <laughs> and he, like, shakes Dawson's hand and just, like, going. But I like how Pacey's just like, you know what? Bye! <laughs> While Joey's just like, don't leave me here. Please don't leave me here. <laughs> then we see scene four of Pacey. Which, this is the last scene of Pacey in this episode. We then see Pacey walking across the pier and once again, there is Tamara standing there. But unlike the last time, there was no black eye. And last time, Pacey muttered on his breath, this can't be happening, and the same thing happened. Pacey then calls her by her last name, and Tamara says, Hi, Pacey. Pacey says, you know, I have this strange familiarity creeping over me. Which Tamara then goes, I thought it might be appropriate, which, no, it is not appropriate whatsoever to be seeing a 15-year-old boy outside of school, which, if you wanted to tell him, again, if you wanted to say, hey, like, I can't talk to you right now, but we can talk later, that would be great, but in another way, Tamara, there was a lot of things that you could handle differently, and this is number one. Then Pacey goes, give us a chance to do it to do a do-over all over and then Tamara goes no it was it was more than that and then she says 
What I did was deadly wrong, and I could stand here and try to explain my hope, my hopelessly troubled state of mind. Which you kind of did in the middle of class, but okay. Because you deserve an explanation for my behavior. But as, but, well, instead of feeding you 10 years of therapy, I was hoping that I could get by with a simple po apology, and I hope I won't leave permanent scars. I am sorry, Pacey. What I did was wrong, and I am sorry. Yes! Own up to your own actions. But you didn't have to call out in the middle of class doing that, but okay. And the 10 years of therapy part honestly kind of got me because I'm like, okay, okay, like I see you trying to like cover up your own actions, but at the same time, you didn't have to say 10 years of therapy with a simple apology. That was kind of like a weird part for me. I'm like, alright, you you do that, you do that, boo. I, I get it, I, I understand, but you're probably still gonna feed the poor boy like 10 years of therapy or <laughs> about Audrey telling Pacey that she that Joey was with a professor was kind of funny because she because obviously it's, it was a complete different situation but I wonder what would happen if they made it where Joey was going out with the teacher instead of Pacey and I wonder how Pacey would react because I know Pacey would have reacted a whole different way, and I'm not saying this was a good situation, but what I am saying is I just find it kind of ironic where they made Joey go out with someone her college years with, with the professor, and it just shows the difference between what it's like to be older to what it's like to be in high school. Pacey, of course, being Pacey, says, Now where do you get them... Now, where do you get off taking all the responsibility for? I may be just 15, but I'm well beyond the age of accountability. May, maybe not with within confines of a judicial system, but for me, my lips kissed back, right? I kissed you back. And then tomorrow goes, fair enough. Then Pacey says, and you know what? I don't regret it at all. And you shouldn't either. Then Tamara steps in with those boundaries again and says, But then, but this can't happen again. From now on, our relationship is strictly teacher and student. I just want to clear that up. And Pacey goes, And if I object, well, that's not up for discussion, says Tamara. You know, it would, you know, it has to be this way, Pacey, for obvious reasons and non so obvious reasons. Let me just think of one obvious reason. Hmm, you're 35 and he's 15. But then Pacey hits her with this one. This is so unfair. I'm not good with girls, my girls. And finally I meet someone. Which, Pacey, the big difference is she's a woman and he and you are a boy. Sorry, you're not a boy. Sorry, Pacey. You're, you're not a boy. I get it. You're a girl. I'm kidding. But, um, yeah, that's the big difference there, Pacey. Don't you worry. Don't you worry, Pacey. That will change. Trust me. Good night. That's what Tamara says. Which, why do you leave the poor boy hanging out like that? Pacey then grabs her arm as she's pulling away and turns and they kiss. But I don't want Tamara and Pacey together, but let me just say that kiss was spicy.
else agree with me on that? <laughs> so this is the last scene that we see of Joey and of the whole episode. We see, we then see Dawson and Joey still walking, 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 and Dawson goes, Joey, let's assess. What if we learned from tonight's episode? Tonight, nine zero two one. I don't know how to say that in like a foreign fashion where I know what to say, but I know what the show is and I really want to watch it. And I just don't know where to watch it. Joey then says that we should always stay home on a Saturday night and watch movies because the remote on the rewind of life does not work. And then she starts laughing, which I always found cute in this scene. I don't know why. And then Dawson then goes, no, it, it doesn't. But it won't be a problem now. That I officially ruined it with Jen. It's really over. And Joey goes. It never began Dawson. Which that's a mood. <laughs> you know. I do feel like a monster from my movie. There's something inside of me that I can't control. It's like I have no balance anymore. And it, everything's either high or low. Hot or cold. Black or white. It's no middle ground anymore. I feel like just nothing's okay. Which... That's how I feel about 2021. I just never know what I feel like. And Joey goes, I'm too tired to philosophize Dawson. Which my thoughts on this are, number one, Dawson was being way dramatic, but I felt that in so many ways. And I also want to say this goes back to the point where I was talking about how Pacey and Dawson I compared to and how they handle situations. I do feel like Dawson and Dawson does throw it back on himself when he does something wrong. Like he was saying like Joey was like I knew this was gonna throw it back on me. This was an exact reason why I don't like it when they get into an argument or any type of thing. He always knows that Joey's right and that he's wrong, but he always goes and this happened. And then Dawson says, do me a favor, if I ever get like this again, and I'm sure I will before this, this owner and Seth grope process is over, well, next time just chain me to a bed and wait for the moment of clarification to come. And then Joey smiles, this, this really, 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 really funny smile, and she says, can I use God for straps? straps? <laughs> okay. And he goes not until you explain the crossbow, which sexual much sexual prude sure. And then he she says you are such a standard. You really are. I mean, I can't understand how someone so self aware can be utterly clueless. Which Joey, you tell him, buddy. You tell him. But then instead of Dawson understanding what the heck Joey was talking about. Jen sadly was there, and Dawson says, oh man, what do I do? But instead of just ignoring the fact that she was like, hey, you're self, like, you're usually self-aware, but you are so utterly clueless, Joey goes, it's your call, and Dawson says, well, I much banished the evening. I mean, as I, I completed as well, and then Joey goes, till there's no one left standing, and he says, can I back on you, Joe? And she says, yeah, you can bag. And then she, he punches him, which this is the other, like, moment of friend zone where he just punches her on the shoulder and he says, wish me luck. And Dawson walks away and, and she says, good luck, Dawson. 
I hope you get your kiss. And that was the last scene where we just see Dan Jen and Dawson dancing and again we see Joey just looking heartbroken. And I just, there's another, like, compared to last time when she was looking heartbroken, she just found out that someone that she trusts so much, his family, was having an affair. And this time, she's heartbroken over the boy who does not love her. And per the Taylor Swift cue, dun 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 you're on the phone with your girlfriend, she's upset. Yeah, la, 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 la. That's how Joey probably felt at that moment. But she doesn't get you a humor like I do. That's how we feel about Joey and Dawson at the moment. But when Dawson does realize that you belong with me, he Joey's like, nah, I belong with Pacey, which I like that part. This is just, like, another thing that I noticed. Dawson and Joey were trying to get together. Or, Dawson, Joey was trying to get Dawson to be together with her. And then, Pacey was trying to get Tamara to be with him. But the biggest difference between the two is no matter how hard they tried, they couldn't, they couldn't do it. And I think that's why they were kind of meant to be together in a lot of ways. But there were a long list of why I think they should be together but I just find that very ironic and only season one episode two you can kind of see where this is gonna go but there are a lot of hints if you just really look at all of the episodes again that's why we're doing all this but I hope you enjoyed and I hope you stay around for the next episode which will be next Sunday I a lot more platforms coming out, but right now I can guarantee Spotify and YouTube are going to stay. I don't know the rest of the platforms, but there are only six ones that I'm using on Anchor right now. But I will, will let you guys know on my story, and it will be on my link in the descriptions. And if you would like to leave me a review, I have no idea how you're going to be able to do that. But you can definitely leave a like on this video for YouTube. Subscribe and let me know that you're listening. This is a good way to let me know that you're listening. Leave a thumbs up, subscribe, and comment below what your favorite part was. I did my best to explain all of this in a lot of ways. But there was a lot of things that were happening. And I feel like even though there was a lot of scenes of just Pacey and Joey... It was mostly a way of saying, like, this was the difference in only episode two. So I hope that you enjoyed. Make sure to stick around next Sunday. And I hope you guys have a great week. And I'll see you next time. Bye!